Hello, good morning, dear friends. You're welcome to a new episode on these English lessons. This is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. Today is Friday, October first, twenty twenty-one. Friday, October first is a very special day in China because it's、um, a national holiday. So today. Um, everybody is celebrating in China, and there will be the military parade, which、uh, I am going to watch. I'm going to personally watch it live on TV. So,、um, for our students who are based here in China, and for my colleagues, teachers who usually use this podcast in the classrooms, I'd like to say happy holidays. And、um, to my Chinese friends, Happy National Day!、Um, it's been a long time since we had our last episode, so today's episode is going to be episode number one hundred and seventy-two.、Um, remember, our previous episode was a very special one too, because we had a guest speaker、um, in the name of、uh, Natasha. Rudy, and、um, she is a writer and a teacher too. So,、um, for those of you who have listened to that episode, I hope you enjoyed、um, the interview we had with her. And I have looked at、uh, my podcast email, and I see a few comments about the interview we had with、uh, Natasha. And the comments are mostly、uh, thank you, thank you, praises, and so I was expecting questions, but I didn't see any、uh, questions. So, well, I will channel all the thanks and、uh, praises that you、uh, you sent to Natasha. I will send her an email to tell her that our listeners were very thankful、um, for what she said.、Um, With that said,、um, our new episode、um, today is going to be an introduction to a new series that we're going to focus on for about one or two months. Usually, we operate in series.、Uh, we introduce a series, and we try to stick with that series for as long as we can cover all the content. Involved in that series, so our new series is going to be a very special one. It's going to、um, focus on interviews because、um, I received this request from adults who are learning English too.、Um, I received a request from a group of women, ladies who are learning English for work. They're learning English because they need English. Work and people who need English for work,、um, they either they either need English to apply for jobs and to attend interviews, or they they are already working in companies that have English as a working language. So sometimes we focus too much on students who are learning English, but we have adults, people who are working, who also need. English. So I received a request、um, 
that's like three months ago I received a request from a group of ladies who are learning English because they want to look for jobs in companies that are like international companies most international companies use English as their working language so uh, if you're if you intend to work in such a company you need to polish up your English you know uh, sometimes it may not be you may not need to prove your English proficiency uh, by presenting scores of standardized tests like IELTS or TOEFL uh, but in the case of China, sometimes you just have to prove your English proficiency by um, first of all taking the, the job interview in English and then and, and during your probationary period, sometimes your, 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 your recruiter or your boss will watch your language during that period and if you cannot operate, if you cannot function in English, will likely lose the job so it's a, another very challenging step in, 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 in career shaping because um, you, you, you may have studied in English probably you had good test scores in English when you were in high school but when it comes to looking for a job they are looking at your English from a different perspective you know for students who are preparing for standardized tests like IELTS and TOEFL that kind of English is usually much more academic it's, uh, that's why if you're taking IELTS you do academic training well, but when it comes to working in English working in a company that uses English as a working language it's more like business English it's more like conversational English, the kind of English that you use when you're talking to people. So um, it doesn't matter in which department you work in. If you could be working in human resources, you could be working in sales, you could be working in the finance department, or you're working um, at a front desk, maybe you're a receptionist, or you're working in a department where you have to make phone calls all the time maybe you have to talk to customers um, if it is an international company you will need very very special English so in those kinds of companies from the interview they begin to judge you based on your English proficiency because um, they want people who can speak fluently people who can communicate and express the ideas without uh, problems especially if you have to represent the company in front of customers they don't want somebody to destroy it. and so th this has been a problem in China because you have a lot of Western companies that are uh, operating in China and they have to communicate with the local population so the staff that comes from the West. Sometimes they have to learn Chinese in order to communicate with the customers. But at the same time, the local employees who are usually Chinese, who work in these companies, they have to improve their spoken English so that they can be able to interact with their 
managers with their uh, their colleagues who are not Chinese. So it's a very important um, aspect of English language learning. You do not learn English only for academic purposes. You also learn English so that you can be able to function in a working environment. And in order to get to that working environment, you will need to go through an interview. That's why we are deciding to um, put up this series, which will focus entirely on interviews. And so the, the focus here will be how to answer questions, interview questions in English. Um, you know, answering questions at an interview is a, is a very um, specific skill. There are some people who are just not good at interviews. They, they, they don't, they're not good at answering um, questions during an interview. It doesn't really matter whether they are English speaking or not. Sometimes it's not even a language problem. Sometimes it's a personality problem. There are some people who panic at any interview, whether the interview is in a language that is their mother tongue or not. They just panic. So being good at an interview is a specific skill but language can also play a very important role. Language fluency can play an important role in your performance at an interview. So if you are naturally not good at interviews, and in addition to that, your English proficiency is not very good, so you cannot speak English fluently, uh, your performance at an interview will be much worse than somebody who can at least express themselves clearly but for the fact that they are naturally nervous at interviews for example so in this series we will be touching on interview techniques but at the same time we will be looking at the language part of an interview so uh, there are some kind of questions that are usually not very clear to people who do not have English as their first language. So we will look at those kind of questions and what are the technicalities, what are the implications of that kind of question, meaning that when, when interviewers or employees, when, when an employer that kind of question what do they imply what are they looking for so you as an interviewee or you as an interviewer you have to know what kind of words to use and what kind of um, answers to give because we shall be looking at this series in two dimensions we have the interviewer on one side that is the person who is conducting the interview and then we have the interviewee who is the person um, answering the questions. So the purpose of this series is not only to teach interviewees how to answer questions in English during an interview, but also to help interviewers ask the questions correctly in English. 
this. So it's not always a problem of the person answering the questions. Sometimes it is the problem of the person asking the questions. We will look into that. And during this series too, we will also look at um, certain aspects related to um, job hunting. For example, understanding uh, the job ad. The job ad, usually with the advertiser job, the job ad contains a lot of information. And if English is not your first language, sometimes when you read that job ad, you're not able to see some of the things, uh, to understand some of the requirements, and then you, you don't know what to prepare for an interview. So we'll look at some vocabulary that is usually found in job ads. And another part of this series will focus on um, CV writing, you know, writing your CV curriculum because the interview that you're going to take usually has a lot of connections with your CV. They will have to ask you questions um, relating to what you wrote on your CV. If you mention that you've worked in some other companies, sometimes they will ask you questions relating to that. So we will, in one part of this uh, series, we will also look at how you put up a good CV uh, maybe look at other things like a cover letter so all these things form a package dealing with you looking for a job and you uh, trying to pick up a career in which you will be using English as your working language so um, this is a kind of general introduction to the series that we're going to start from the next episode and uh, if you're looking for a job if you're preparing to work in a company that uh, uses English as a working language or if you if you are the boss you are an employer and you have to recruit people who do not have English as their first language this series may also be of great interest to you um, so and, and there, there are many kinds of interviews. We will look into that. We will look into um, interviews for managerial positions. Uh, if you're looking to become a manager in one of the departments, that's a very senior position. And the interviews are sometimes a little different. We will look at group interviews and individual interviews. There are some interviews where they have to put about five or ten persons in one room and work together and then we'll look at interviews where one person is facing a panel of interviewers so it's not just one person talking to you usually you have a small team of three persons uh, maybe a human resource manager um, then the head of department and uh, maybe the general manager of the company you know we should look at those kind of companies and we shall also look at interviews in the context where you're probably not going in as a full-time staff you're probably just looking for part-time hours those kind of interviews are also different so um we hope that um, many of our listeners who are at the age of uh, you know from early 20s i think you will find this upcoming series very very useful 
So let's stay tuned and look forward to an exciting series on interview, job hunting, and career shaping in English. With that, we come to the end of our episode today. This is your regular host, Teacher D, signing off, and I wish you a happy October 1st and a happy new month. Have a nice day.